When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Just a remarkable game. I was saying, even before the Ravens won, I was like, this is an insane game and it's going to be a shame for whoever loses it. I'll crap it up. Cramp it up. I'm, I'm going to have to hit the head. I'll, <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. That honestly was out of a movie. I mean, it was like he, he emerges from the ashes to save the day. Welcome into the lounge. Not much sleep in the lounge in the past 12 hours or so, but uh, hey, I'll take that any day of the week. Incredible. 47 to 42 win for the Ravens. Just, oh my gosh. I still haven't processed it all. You know, this is one of those mornings, Garrett, where I feel like you just wake up and A, I mean, you're tired. B, you're mm-hmm. like, thank God we won that game because if I was this tired and we lost that game, yeah. I would be a cranky dude right now. And C, you just spend the whole morning watching highlights. Yeah, this is one of those, you, you rewatch every highlight and then you kind of like you sort of start to make sense of it all because when it happens in the moment for us, like we're so much kind of focused in on the different tasks that we have, but then like, yeah, when you have a little bit of time, just whatever, 12 hours or so to reflect on it, then you start to be like, that was incredible. And then you start to realize like little like nuanced things within a game where it's like, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe like for me today, one thing I was like, you know what, who deserves some credit is like Trace McSorley. Just as a side note, yeah. like uh, Trace McSorley to be thrown into that situation and move the team a little bit down the field, get him in that across the 50 there where Lamar can come in and deliver the uh, the play that we'll be talking about forever. The dude deserves some credit for that. Um, but that's like one of those things that like in the moment, all that you think about is the Lamar to Hollywood play, the Justin Sucker 55-yarder. You're not thinking about like the nuanced elements of the game. So um, there's a lot of that. I mean, that was in, that was just a remarkable game i was saying even before the ravens won i was like this is an insane game and it's going to be a shame for whoever loses it it's going to be a I shame. Know. i was yeah i was just texting people just like unreal this whole thing is unreal i don't know how many times i used that word last night but it was on just repeat for me i mean golly just the twists and turns what hold on hold on whoa i'm i'm cramping up Cramping <laughs> up. I'm I'm gonna have to hit the head. I'll <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> what did? Uh, let's what, get to what, that one. We got to talk. 
All right, what really happened, Garrett? You buying it? You buying the cramps? Yeah, yeah or you I actually buying am. the number two. I here's here's uh, we can dive into the uh, <laughs> whatever you want, cramp gate, poop gate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I've seen, poop gate. <laughs> I, I mean, we might as well get into it, right? I I actually totally buy that it was cramps. Um, I mean, one sense. doesn't have to rule out the other, though, right? I mean. Couldn't you have cramps and then relieve the cramps by <laughs> pooping, right? I mean, let's not pretend we haven't done that. I, I just, I, I honestly, I don't, what do I know? I wasn't obviously in there. You can do the investigative report. It's much funnier. The memes are much better uh, when you say that he had a good number two versus he was just cramping up. Uh, That's I just what think I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just like, it's a look, funnier look, that, thing that to that say. David Chow guy, that like pro football doc, he's like, you know, oh, I see, you see the bandage around Lamar's left arm, you know, around his elbow. That's a classic sign of a telltale IV to get some fluids. I'm like, stop ruining the fun, man. Come on, <laughs> if we all want to pretend that Lamar just had to run back to the pot, then let's do that. It's way more fun. <laughs> way more fun. I, but I do agree with with uh, I guess Doctor Chow there. I, like he just went to get an IV. I think is what happened. He went into the locker room and got an IV. I, I would, you know, he's two two weeks removed or whatever the date number of days is coming from the coming back from the COVID list. So yeah. I feel like that's something that you need to take into account when a guy cramps up unexpectedly in a in a weird game like that. And he was obviously taking a lot on his shoulders. I mean, he was basically carrying the team in that game. So um, yeah, the memes are incredible this morning. They're just incredible. <laughs> it is. It is. Last night, social media was on fire last night. I spent I spent most of the night just laughing at social media. Like, that made it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it was funny, though. Like, you know, when, when he left the game, I don't know about you, but I was like, ah, all right, whatever. You know, he's got some cramps, questionable return. He'll be back out for the next series. Yeah. Right? And then I go and get a bowl of cereal, like, during commercial break, and I come back, and the Ravens are starting to drive, and I'm like, what the hell? Trace McSorley's on the field? Right. What's going on? I was like, what is happening right now? Well, when Lisa Salters came in and did the report and said, you know, he's dealing with some cramps. Or no, no. Initially it was, he ran into the locker room. No word on what the status of his status is. I was like, oh, he just had to hit he hit, hit the bathroom. So he'll be right. back out there before the next drive. And then all right. of a sudden he's nowhere to be found. And then the Ravens, you know, we put out an official injury statement, basically, which was that he's questionable to return with cramps. And it was like, okay, now I'm getting a little nervous. This is getting a little real. Yeah. And then the Ravens go three and out. And the Browns come back down the field and march and score. I'm like, okay, okay, what's the situation here? Right. And, and then, obviously, you're super nervous. I mean, when he runs out of the locker room on fourth down after Trace gets hurt, that honestly was out of a movie. I mean, it was like <laughs> he he emerges from the ashes to save the day, and then on the first play back, throws that forty four yard touchdown across his across his body across the field to a guy who'd been struggling, just dropped a key third down pass. I mean, everything about that was was. I thought John Harbaugh said it well. If you had written that in a movie script, someone would have said, "Nah, it's, that's not. It's too unbelievable. I don't buy it. I don't right. buy it. Too far fetched." <laughs> exactly. I just started laughing when he threw that touchdown to Marquise. I was just like, oh my gosh, this game is wild. It was one of those nights where I really wished I didn't have two kids sleeping right upstairs. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I was at a bar 
with a beer. You know, even sitting next to you in the press box would have been nice because we would have had our fist pumps and, you know, yeah. little little knuckles pound. You know, it, it would have been nice to be in that environment. To be in a quiet house and, and not be able to scream was a rough one. So I just started laughing. A lot, a lot of, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> muted, muted a lot celebrations. Of that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, props to Marquise Brown for bouncing back. Obviously, people were not happy with him after that third down drop. Uh, justifiably so, that was a pretty bad drop. But for him to, to catch that pass, that's a, that's a big play for him. And hopefully, you know, we've said this at other times, you know, the long touchdown against the Steelers, you hope that got him started. Hopefully this one can do, do the trick. Um, but it's such a huge play for him, I agree. Trace McSorley, massive. Mark Andrews, his first game back from COVID after missing a couple. And yeah. the conversions he made, uh, those 14 yard receptions back to back to set up Justin Tucker for the 50 yarder were awesome. Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards, by the way, he looks so much better than he did the past couple years to me. I mean, this dude has come a long way. He's got change of direction, burst, acceleration. Yeah. I'm really impressed with what I see from Gus Edwards. Mark well, Ingram I, I, didn't I think, have a carry all night, right? Yeah, he didn't. He did not. I think the only like half carry he got was the flea flicker uh, on the opening That's play true. of the game. Um, the thing with Gus that he's added to the equation, like he used to just be the bus where he just was ramming ahead, no matter what. Exactly. I'm, just, I'm just ramming ahead, and that'll get you three yards on just about every carry. Uh, sometimes more, you know, but that, that right. was what was happening. But on that touchdown run, it was the first touchdown that he had, right, where he, he basically yeah. came to the line of scrimmage, realized it wasn't there, and then popped it outside. He's got better, much better speed than people think. And the tra- change of direction that he's added this year has made him a really formidable running back. With him and, and J.K. And just the, the ability to make people miss, yeah. you know? I mean, the sweet feet he showed against Dallas, mm-hmm. making a couple defenders miss, was... I feel like we had never seen that from Gus. Yeah. The bus yeah, has so- handling. The bus has handling now, man. <laughs> it used to just be... It used to be this plodding... Not plotting, but it used to... Yeah. It was just this big old SUV, you know? Yeah, now, it, was, it was coming got, downhill. You, you didn't want to be in front downhill. of it. But now it can stop exactly. and turn on a dime. Exactly. It's got handling. Yeah. Um, where does this game for you stack up against some of the other iconic ones in, in Ravens history? The ones that immediately stick out to me, Mile High Miracle, obviously. Um, hey Diddle Diddle. It's no the game. Mosley interception. Uh the kick six, that game didn't matter, but just an incredible ending. Um, the Torrey Smith game winner in Pittsburgh. Those are the ones that, like, if you're talking about, like, a crazy finish, iconic play to end the game, those are the ones that immediately come to mind, and now this one. Where does yeah. this one rank for you? Uh, nothing can beat the Mile High Miracle. Yeah. I mean, that game, given the stakes also, you know, you're facing the number one seed uh, in the pl- divisional playoffs. Peyton Manning on the road. I mean, nothing can beat that. Just And that game, too, was back and forth the whole way. Huge plays for both sides. Just, it can't be topped. I don't think it'll ever be topped, yeah. quite frankly. Um, not unless the Ravens have that kind of game, like, in a Super Bowl. Um, so, no there. I think it's behind there. The snow game was pretty unbelievable. I mean, yeah. in terms of finishes, that game was unreal. Uh, and the circumstances, the snow. Uh, I mean, just the, the, the added right, element right. of just like watching that in a blizzard was incredible. 
Yeah, Hey Diddle Diddle was like one play was just amazing. So I, I think I put this one above Hey Diddle Diddle. All right. I might have to... You know what? I'm putting this one number two. I'm putting this one number two. And maybe that's just recency bias. Yeah. You know? But I think it's better than the snow game. Like, I don't really remember anything from the snow game other than the snow and the final whatever three minutes. Right? Like, I don't really... And maybe that that's just because it happened a while ago. Like, maybe I won't remember everything that led into, you know, built up to Lamar coming back from the potty in this one. Um, yeah. But, like... Oh my gosh, just the whole thing. The the two-point conversion that bounced off the guy's hands and then was caught. How their fumbles early on, they we can't jump on one. Yeah. I mean, the first half, I just for much of the first quarter and first half, I was just yelling like, "Come on, can the Ravens catch a break here?" The penalties, like the refs just, you know, of course they had to rear their ugly heads early on. Yeah. Uh then completely swallow their whistles in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I think I'm I'm gonna put this one in at number two, which is high praise. Yeah, yeah, I think that part of it, the legend on certain things grows. Like if the Ravens, if there's the Mile High Miracle, then the next week they lose to. I mean, that one still is probably always gonna be number one. You know, part of what makes that so great is that it led to obviously a Super Bowl. Right. Um, right, right, right. Same with Hey Diddle Diddle. I mean, what makes that play so iconic in part is that it was a key to the team winning the division and then ultimately winning the Super Bowl. So if the Ravens yeah. go on a run and they win these next three games and they go into the playoffs, winners of five straight, and they let's say let's say they go on a run in the playoffs, um, that is going to be that's going to even just make the legend of this Browns game the Lamar return. Superman, you know, puts the cape on. That's just going to increase the the lore and the myth around this game. Anthony Levine was kind of funny talking about this, uh, tweeting about it today, <laughs> talking about how he was going to be telling his grandkids and exaggerate the story so much over time. That is going to be what happens when you're telling the yeah. story in ten years. You know, it, it, it's it's going to be all sorts of I don't know crazy exaggerations. So I would probably put this behind. I would put it behind my miracle and behind Hey Diddle Diddle. Um, really? Yeah, just because, 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 and part of it is because that did ultimately lead to a Super Bowl fourth and twenty nine, fourth and twenty nine. I mean, that's oh, an impossible I mean that, conversion. Right this beyond beyond the actual like Jacoby Jones mile high miracle, the fourth and twenty nine hey diddle diddle play was the second best play in Ravens history. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just pure start- play. Well, I don't know. Ray Lewis taking the ball away from Eddie George. Yeah, back in the two thousand playoffs. <laughs> It's always hey, it was like, an unreal play. Yeah, like it, part of it is like, are you just are you? Is it best play? Is it best moment? You kind of wrap all that stuff together. Right. Um, this game best was better storyline. I know, I know, like, exactly. best storyline. Like like made for Hollywood. Yeah, the Lamar return. Uh, this one might that that really gives it uh that boosts it up. You know what's crazy to me too is hearing him talk about it after the game. I mean, basically he was. The way that I take what he said is he's in the locker room. He got the IV. He's getting stretched. He's trying to, whatever, drink fluid, eat. I don't know what, you know, he's what getting, he would be. He's, I think he's getting an IV, right? He's yeah, getting, I think like, he's salt. getting an IV. He might be eating something, um, but he's getting no, stretched. No, he out. said he had to eat something because he was so, like, he was uh, so hungry after from getting the IV. True. I don't know if he was eating anything. Maybe he was. I don't know if they eat something to try to immediately get your 
I don't know, right. salt or electrolytes back. I don't know, whatever. But he's right. back there. He gets the IV. He's getting stretched out, and he's watching the game, I'm sure. And then he sees basically yeah. – I think they're probably trying – all right, we're get, you're getting close. You're getting close. And he sees Trace go down, and it literally is something out of a movie. He's, I'm sure he's watching it in the locker room. He sees that happen. He shrugs off the trainers. He pushes the doctors to the side. He <laughs> runs out the door, and he goes out there to save the day. I mean, that's kind of what happened. Like he, it really that is, is what happened. That's not kind of what happened. I mean, yeah, other like than he, the pushing he saw the that they didn't have anybody. He's like, I got to go play. That's the only option. I have to go out there and play. And yep. that is remarkable. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I mean, when, when, uh, Willie Sneed's warming up on the sidelines. You're like, this is a whole other level of unreal. I will say this. I know. Willie Sneed's not a bad thrower. Willie no, Sneed. No, he's got a great ball. Willie just shed this little insight for fans. At the end of practice, like players, as they're walking off the field, almost every day, they always play this game where from whatever, 30 yards away, 20 yards away, they try to hit the bottom pole of the uprights, the crossbar, right? And Willie Sneed is usually battling with Marquise or Holly or uh, Lamar or somebody like that or another quarterback. And Willie Sneed, I would say, probably wins the the majority of the time. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> like that dude can that drop it down. in a bucket. He, he that does. guy can drop it in a bucket, so he he might have been able to get the job done. A little Taysom Hill, he could he could have been Taysom Hill two point I love um, Willie, but, but I uh, I like Lamar. With back that there said, a little more. Than yeah, Lamar. with that said, I'll take Lamar <laughs> ten times out of ten. Yeah, I, I I was like I was like, just just get this guy a Gatorade, man. Can we just not get Lamar a Gatorade, or can we not give him a little uh, what is it? What's our our ad? We got to read. Give him a water break. Ah, uh, Crown, Crown Royal, Royal water break. Remember give to drink responsibly. Hit him with the Crown Royal water break right now, Garrett. He he does need to take the Crown Royal water break. Remember to stay hydrated, stay royal, crown royal, Canadian whiskey. Make sure you take a water break and moderate your drinking. Also, with See, that he sober... needed the water break before the cramps happened. That's the thing. He forgot to take his crown royal water break. <laughs> we're we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back in a minute. Ravens fans know there's only one truck brand strong enough to partner with the Lounge of the Ravens Podcast Network, and that's Ram Trucks, Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year. The Ram 1500 offers an available Rambox cargo management system, four-corner air suspension, and a huge amount of rear legroom. When properly equipped, the Ram 3500 is a heavy-duty workhorse that boasts a 1,000 pound-feet of diesel torque. Go to Ram.com today for great deals on a wide selection of Ram trucks, now with door-to-door delivery. All right, so Garrett, what do you think... I mean, you got to feel good about the Ravens' chances of getting in now, right? Yeah, I feel really good. I mean, they're playing. Jackson. Are they in? Are they in right now? You saying stamp yeah. it? They're in. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so they're still behind the the Dolphins, who are right now at the number seven seed. The Ravens are number eight. They both have an eight and five record. And if they do end up in like a three way tie for the, with the Dolphins, that does not bode well for the Ravens. No, but look, I mean, the all Ravens, their losses have come in the AFC. The Ravens are, I would be really surprised if they don't win out. They, they're playing three teams with losing records. Uh, the, the, the Jags and the Bengals are two of the worst teams in the league. Um, the Bengals obviously don't have number one overall pick Joe Burrow. 
Um, Jacksonville's in the mix for the number one overall pick this year. Sure. The Giants. The Giants are actually, I think, sneaky good. They've got a good defense, um, and it depends on kind of what the status of Daniel Jones is. But um, that's a game at home that the Ravens, if they're going to be a playoff team, need to win. So yeah, the Ravens are going to be in the playoffs, and it'll be interesting to see who they play in the first round because uh, whether it's the Steelers, the Titans, um, you know, I just feel good about their chances. Um, yeah, going in facing pretty much everybody is. except the Chiefs. So here's the here's the scenario, okay? So if the Ravens win out, Jags, Giants, Bengals, okay, they need the Dolphins to lose one. They have the Patriots, Raiders, Bills, but the Bills game might mean nothing at the end of the year, and the Bills could rest their starters if they have the AFC East locked up, okay? Uh, or, okay, the Ravens would need to win out and have the Colts lose one or Browns lose one. And if they ended up in a two-way tie with them, so they could, they would have to have the Dolphins would have to win out so that they don't force a three-way tie. If the Ravens end up in a two-way tie with the Colts or Browns, let's say at 11-5, and five, right, then the Ravens would get in ahead of them. Mm-hmm. That's your scenario, okay? The, Col- the Browns could lose another one. They have the Steelers the last game of the, of the year, which the Steelers could potentially still be fighting for a first-round bye, so that game has meaning for them. The Colts could lose. They also have the Steelers, uh, not this upcoming week, but the following, week 16. So the Browns and Colts could certainly drop one, uh, one of their remaining games, and end up in a tie with the Ravens if they went out. So that's kind of how it looks right now, just to give everybody the the quick outlook. I know you want to call me a nerd for doing all this, but you're welcome. Yeah. I, I mean, look, it, I understand playing, playing out all those different scenarios. I just you kind of start to assume in order to play that out, you have to assume, well, they're going to win this game and they're going to lose that game. And there's a lot of like assumptions that are made. Um, yeah. That just makes it difficult to predict. I think if we were probably doing the assumption game, we probably would have not said that the Steelers were going to lose to Washington two weeks ago, whatever. That's um, very true. So, so, um, but look, we said after the Steelers game that the way the Ravens played in that game with a third of the roster out, um, that that was an inspired performance that could propel them moving forward. And it looks like it has. It looks like it has through two games. They beat the Cowboys by 17 points. They play an incredibly difficult game against a, the 9-3 Browns on the road. Knockout punch after knockout punch. That just that was what was so cool about that game. If you just are a football fan, it was like a heavyweight fight where these two teams are slugging it out. Just taking, just taking punches. I mean, it's like Rocky Four. They're just t- sh- taking punches, and they keep coming out of their corner, and, and the Ravens end up obviously winning. Um, so, yeah, I think that like that game provided motivation, inspiration, yep. and now they're yep. rolling. They're rolling, and and I think that they it's... go into the playoffs winners of five straight games. Yeah, I agree And then they you. see the Steelers, or I guess— Or the Bills. Be, or the Bills, or the Titans. I don't know how, if they could if it could work out the for them. Titans the Titans could, but it's probably going to be the Steelers or the Bills. Yeah, and then you see the Steelers who've beaten them twice this year. I'll take that. You yeah. know what's funny? You know what's funny is, you know, last week I got credit for the Lamar Jackson reset, you know, yeah. that I predicted, like that that was a big thing for him. I won't I, I do not deserve any bonus points for saying that this team should just ride the defense all the way to the playoffs. The offense is a lost cause. <laughs> Essentially a lost cause. They're not gonna get all that much better. Credit to them. I mean, A, I thought I thought Lamar would play better, but like all the way around, 
the execution has gone up. You know, it's not like the passing game is humming by any stretch, you know, 163 yards, but it doesn't matter because you know what? Lamar Jackson is playing hero ball and right now he's unstoppable. You know, you don't, you also don't get any credit for is, is you predicted last night was, was an L about 20 times over the course of that game. Yeah. You, you, you had an L on the books all the way up until Tucker, it was through the uprights. I think you might have even had L on the books thinking the Browns were going to return that that final kickoff. No, touchdown. I, jo- I jokingly said L after the flea flicker didn't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, you, you say L. You said L oh, about the first 10 play. times during that. This is an L. This is an L. And I was on the board <laughs> for a win. Close win. I might have even said on the pod last week. Can't remember if it was a pod or somewhere else. No, where you I didn't. said a late Justin Tucker field goal. No, you didn't. Nah, you never said it. Yeah, I think you said Close. something like the Brown. You you predicted that the Browns were going to Browns and just well, like commit some well, bad well, penalty or something. At what the I always didn't. say, I mean, as Baker I said, had the, the interception, but the Browns played pretty darn well. They, no, the Browns, they, the Browns did, well. did not Brown. Lamar <laughs> Jackson might have Browned, but well, the Browns didn't Brown. <laughs> here's here's what I <laughs> always say is that I have watched a million of those games uh, on the other side of it while cheering for the Browns. And it just seems to, in some way or another, end in heartbreaking fashion for Cleveland, which yeah. I think this would fo- would qualify in that category. Um, True, but not to any fault of their own. No, 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 no. They played, they played a really good game, and I think they're a good team. So, all right, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll give you our closing thoughts when we come back after that. This season, when you trade up to Ram Trucks, you're getting power, luxury, and technology like you never imagined. You don't become the back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for nothing. And with the Ram 1500, you can get a lot of everything. Rear legroom, a reconfigurable center console. It's all available now. Plus, you get a lot more storage. Or you could also trade up to the Ram 3500 and get 410 standard horsepower in a gas engine. For these great deals and to find out more, go to Ram.com today. All right. So, amazing stuff. Ravens have the Jags at home this week. Got to take care of business. Keep the ball rolling. It's going to be Minshew Mania back under center. Can I can I make one more point that I that I wanted to just call out from this game? I think sure. that something that is inc- really encouraging moving forward is the offensive line play. I thought the okay. offensive line had their best yeah. game of the season. Uh, Orlando Brown has settled in at left tackle and he looks really yep. good. Um, he's blocking well on pass protection. He's paving the way in the run game. Um, McCarry is his settled in at center. I just like where the offensive line is. I, I thought that they played their best game. Ben Powers is playing well at right guard. And yeah. if they get, the, now that they have the offense, I think they have rediscovered their identity and it's not going to be throwing the ball um, for 300 yards a game. And who cares? Like who cares? Um, that's fine. And ground and pound, run it down your throats. Lamar making plays with his feet. That's their identity. And they can they can go really far with that identity. Yeah, like I said, man, the offensive line came came together in the Super Bowl run. That was a huge catalyst for the offensive uh, takeoff down the stretch. Not saying it yet. Well, I did actually say it during one point of the game. I said, "Size it up, baby. Size them up. Which finger? Which finger, Garrett? Yeah, I told I'm you, thinking you, you a pinky ring. I told you that if we win it." You don't get one because you were predicting L. You've been predicting L every single game. So if we win it, you're That's out. That's because I know I'm the curse. I'm the curse. I, it's the opposite of whatever I say. I'm making sure that if 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 the Ravens win it all, Steve says Mink doesn't get a ring. He predicted too many L's. He was the enemy. This year. 
Anyway, thank you for listening. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. And uh, it's a crazy week, so this will be our, our only episode of the week. But make sure you turn, tune in on Saturday for the next episode of Black in the NFL. And go back and listen to What Happened to That Guy by John Eisberg. He's had some excellent podcast guests recently and, and just amazing stories about Greg Montgomery, the former Ravens punter. Anyway, really good stuff. Make sure you check out Black in the NFL and What Happened to That Guy, our other two podcasts. And get ready for a big win over the Jags. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.